Welcome to the Scale Up Valley podcast, where we bring the best of the best to help you scale our business from 1 million to 1 trillion. Today's guest is Javier da Riva, the co-founder and CEO at Bluebird. Javier, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you very much, Mike. My pleasure to, to have you on the show. Uh, for, for the ones who would like to, to know more uh, about Bluebirds, you can also watch the episode with Tony Perez, which is the co-founder of uh, Javier. But uh, let's start by getting to know more about yourself. Uh, Javier, I know that you have an amazing career in, in tech, and I'm sure that we will learn a lot from you today. So who is Javier da Riva? Javier Arriba is a 45 years old man. Uh, <laughs> I was born in I was born in, in Barcelona. Um, although I've been working in tech for all my life, I, I studied uh, law long long time ago, and I decided that it was not what I wanted uh, what I wanted to do. And afterwards, I des I, I I did an, an MBA. And the second year of the MBA, I did it in, in the University of Chicago. And it was back, it was uh, 1999. And it was when I discovered uh, uh, all the internet and I got in love of, of technology. And since then, and it's almost like more than 20 years, I've been working in, in this uh, startup space because I just after finishing, after finishing my, my MBA, I worked for a, for, for a year in a, in a consulting business in, in the internet. And then I decided to start my, my first company. My, my first company was a, a consulting, a consulting, a UX a consulting company it was one of the first a big UX consulting companies in Europe. In fact, it was back in, in 2000. We, we did it quite well. We, we, we grew up to 40 people and, and we Uh, um, me and my my co-founders, we, we learned how to uh, how to manage uh, a consulting business, and and a consulting business is 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 not a nice is not a nice thing because the more you grow, the more difficult it is. The the worse is is your life, and you don't see too much money at at any time. So we then uh, we saw the opportunity was also the, the start of the of the software as a service, 2000. Uh, seven more or less, and, and, and we started building uh, what it was a, a user Zoom. It was a, my, my, my previous uh, company uh, that I think has been, a, a, it's been quite successful because uh, it has grown a lot. Now it, ha it is headquartered in, in, in California with around 300 employees, etc. So it's a quite successful uh, company. And then Afterwards, uh, I've been also helping other SaaS companies in, in, quite known in the Spanish startup ecosystem, such as uh, Wisby or Signaturit or Force Manager. And finally, I decided to, 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 to start up again uh, another, another company. I, I founded first the, the SaaS Institute, and, and with the SaaS Institute, we've helped, um, I would say that more than 50, 60 a SaaS business uh, to, to, to grow and scale and, 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 and mainly, mainly to build their, their sales, uh, a, a sales machine. Mm -hmm. And then uh, finally, we, we started, me and, and Tony Perez, we, we started uh, uh, Bluebirds. 
that is is a is a, the goal of uh, the goal of Lisa is a software as a service in the in the sales uh, business, and our goal is to uh, to lead the sales engagement uh, space mm-hmm. uh, for 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 a specific uh, target market. Got it. So this is this is Javier. Besides besides I I this is my professional part, but I have uh, I have uh, three three kids, and this is also uh, an important part of my life. Absolutely, sounds amazing, and uh, it, it seems curious because you kind of uh, started with a consulting company and you transformed it into a product company until you were able to um, to to. Did you exit user Zoom or do you keep as shareholder of uh... both? Both. I, I I sold part of of. Uh, of my of my shares and I still keep part of them. And and then with SaaS Institute that is quite well known definitely in in Spain and and in Barcelona, and and now moving a kind of a solution that also helps to uh, engage or to build that that sales machine that you were talking about with uh, with Bluebird. So it seems a successful yes. practice. Maybe we'll be able to go in a for, for a third or a fourth or a fifth with, with this kind of methodology. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> exactly. You never know. Perfect. And um, we, we also had Tony presenting Bluebirds, but it would be good to give just an overview about uh, what is the stage of growth to give some context um, to the audience. Um. Uh, we we started uh, around uh, two years and a half to to develop uh, bluebirds. Uh, we've been in the market all, all this all this time. Uh, right now we are uh, 37 employees yeah. with, with almost 100 uh, clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so it's been. Uh, uh, I, I am quite happy with the with the evolution of of Lugers in these couple of years. Funding round wise, could you give a little bit more details on what about funding rounds? Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. We 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 did some family and and friends uh, at the at the at the beginning, and mm-hmm. and one year ago uh, we raised uh, three million and, and something. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I don't know which type of round because I, I get lost exactly. on this, whatever it is, it is uh, 3 million, uh, 300 or something like this. Uh, uh, yeah, one year ago. Got it. Perfect. Thanks for clarifying, uh, Javier. We always discuss three critical ingredients to, to scale a business on the show. So number one is radical focus, number two, world-class leadership, and number three, a culture of execution. Starting with number one, uh, radical focus, right? So it's usually when we are kind of defining an opportunity uh, and assuring that we'll be solving a huge problem uh, for a specific target market, we want to have also a huge total addressable market. But sometimes we forget to uh, split that huge total addressable market in different segments and create a narrative until we are the leaders of that category that is being created in, in that specific horizon uh, of time. 
and we might have the, the risk of losing focus in terms of uh, execution and trying to be everything to everybody, which, which is kind of the recipe for, for disaster in, in strategic terms, right? So how important is, is, is focus for you and, and even more radical focus on your experience with both user Zoom and, and now with, with Bluebird? I think that I think is I, I I agree that I think is one of the most important things because if uh, if you are small you need to focus uh, is, is is obvious uh, uh, and I think also is one of the most difficult things because because is to to know when you when you need to be focused and when it's time to 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 to, to change and to and to go into other spaces so it's like a, right. an equilibrium that that is, is is very easy to to say and and and, and is, is 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 quite obvious or, or I, I, but uh, but it's very difficult when when you're in the day to day and you're taking decisions to stop and, and say yeah like, let's focus and let's say no to this let no to this and no to this and 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 it's not only focus about the target market that you are addressing it's also focused about the features that you're gonna develop in the exactly. in the in the product. So it's a, a, a so a, it's an it's a very difficult exercise because on the other hand, innovation comes when you do different things. Uh, so when you have to keep focusing on on one thing and when you have to change and and when you decide that you are you you are not. Performing well, and you need to change maybe target market, and and the right solution is to change, and this is also part yeah. of the evolution. And when you need to keep being focused and consistent with your previous strategy, so I agree, it's very important. But on the other hand, it's very difficult to 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 do it. Yeah. And I think that we have a lot of discussions in the ecosystem on the transition from a startup to a to a scale up, and what I figure out. Uh, along the years is really that a scale-up also has different startups inside of the of the scale-up so it's kind of the the combination of these three vectors kind of the geography the industry and the size of of uh, of the companies that we are targeting if we change only one of these three variables for instance giving the uh, uh, specific example if we are targeting u.s companies mid-size business and uh, in the banking uh, industry, it would be very different just to say that instead of, uh, instead of targeting mid-market, we will go to enterprise. Or instead of being in the US, we will go for Canada or for the UK or for Spain. Or again, if we change any of the variables, geography, industry, or size, we will have a different business, a different thesis. And uh, this will be a new business. And maybe you are mature in one of those combinations of the free uh, variables in one of those segments. But if you change just one of the variables, you will have a, a new market. So, and it will go into startup mode uh, again. So that's why when we are leading a scale up, we also have some of our portfolio of businesses of segments in startup mode and understanding both uh, both kind of businesses is, is really really important right yeah let, let me i will add two things to what you've uh, what you're saying mm -hmm. one, one is that 
uh, that is, is, a, is a process because at the end, if you need to, when, when you focus in a, in a niche at the beginning, the, the more you focus, the faster you're going to grow because the, the, right. the more you will be able to customize your product and the more you will be better to, to solve the needs of that, of that niche. But on the other hand, it, it, when, when, you, when you grow, you need a bigger market in order to grow. So you need to change that. So you are constantly changing. And this is, uh, this is, uh, this is how I see the, is for me, if, if I would have to um, uh, draw this in a, in, a, in a graph for me, it would, it would be like a, 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 a stress, no? It's like, you grow like this, like you, you, you are stagnant sometimes until you finance, twitch the company to go to the other niche. So you go like this. And, and, and the other thing you were talking about three variables that I agree that is the, 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 the variables that define the target market mainly is industry, country, and size. But no, no, not the three are the same. Uh, uh, for me, the, 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 the variable that changed the most uh, your company is uh, the, the, the company size. Because either you have a DNA to sell to big companies or you have a DNA to sell to, sell to SMEs and the product is also a, a, is totally different when you have to sell to big corporations and when you have to sell to, to SME. This, I think is the biggest change because a country sometimes is not as difficult because depending in which industry you are. But for example, I remember where, where, when we were in, in users room, we were selling to to UX uh, people, uh, user experience professionals, the, the user experience culture was much more important than the than the, the country or the country culture because at the end most of the UX user experience professional behaved the same, had the same language, were re reading the same, no matter where they were. And Bluebirds, in Bluebirds, for example, that we've been selling in, in to the startup world. We've seen the same that at the end, uh, uh, salespeople in the startups they have a very uh, strong culture that it is stronger than their their national cultures, and and is a is a is a uh, is a is an industry where most of the people speaks in in, in English or has right. good skills in in English etc. Uh, it doesn't happen, I think, like like this in other industries. There are like legal industries, for example, that. Uh, to from uh, if you go to from one country to the other, then the differences are, are are very are very important. Um, and regarding industry, I do, I think it's the less important. I think that you can switch from one industry to the other, and it's not is is not really uh, it's not very very difficult. So I would say that these three variables, the most important, and the most difficult is the size of the company, and the other two I think is not are not as important. Agreed, and it's it's really important to understand if you would if you will start enterprise first or kind of start uh, mid-size and then move into enterprise. And usually this transition is very hard, uh, as we know from from other experiences. Uh, because at the end, because at the end, it's very difficult to start in the enterprise business exactly. from the beginning because your software is not as strong enough the first uh, the first year so it's something exactly. that you have to build so yeah so at some point you have to change that <laughs> absolutely absolutely and this transition is is really uh, critical then to um, to execute 
and also to adapt to the speed of, uh, of the sales cycle of SMB and the sales cycle of uh, an enterprise account, which can, in the short term, slow down the growth, right? Which is something that usually people start feeling impatient if we don't see immediate results, especially in this kind of companies that we try to double uh, revenues every, uh, double or triple revenues every single year, right? So it's, yeah. it's a short period of time, just four quarters, 13 weeks each. <laughs> and yeah. then especially... When, when you talk with when you talk with with enterprise companies and they say no no yeah I I, I think it's, I, I love your I love your your product and and we're for it so I think at the end of the year we will be ready and you say well the end of the year but if we are in, in February so that they work like this yeah exactly that's a very different mindset and uh, moving to the to the second one the world-class leadership or slash team slash culture and i think that leadership is kind of the uh, root uh, cause of creating an amazing team and uh, an amazing um, culture we always talk about the importance of having the the right people on the right seats for each stage uh, of growth of the company and we were just giving an example. So when the time comes to do the transition from a mid-sized to enterprise business, it depends of course on the business, but uh, imagine this, this common uh, transition, maybe the, the leadership team that you need uh, will need different seats. So it doesn't mean that the people that were there before did a bad job, they did an excellent job. If not, we would not be able to have that option, right? To go to the next, to the next stage of growth. But maybe we need to replace some of the seats and bring uh, new people um, in. And usually those are very hard decisions and tough decisions to, to make, uh, to let go people that were very, very important for, for us and to keep the culture, to keep the, the sense of belonging to the team. So what are some of your experiences with, with these transitions on, and building the teams for each stage of growth with, again, with user Zoom and, and Bluebird? What I think is that um, uh, um, what, uh, when, when you're starting, uh, when you're starting is, is obvious that you, you cannot attract the best people. And, and, and when I say the best people, doesn't mean that the, the people you're attracting is not, is not good, but doesn't make any sense to, from the beginning to have a, a sales VP with experience managing uh, 100 people when at the beginning you don't have any, right. any guy. So, so it's not like maybe because you're, it's not that this, this sales VP is better than the one you have now, but it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a different need. So, but what, what, what I've seen in my, in, in my experience is that what you cannot afford as a, as a company is that when you, uh, uh, the people you need, to go from, from zero to, I would say like 4 million ARR is gonna be, it's gonna be maybe different than the people that you, when you have from four to 10 or from 10 to 20. Mm -hmm. But what I think you cannot afford is, and I think it's like a, a football team is in which a, you can hire a Messi. You, if you have like ten people that is from 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 home, uh, 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 you can hire a very good forward that you need in that position, and you bring the best one. But the other ten has to be people that 
that has the company culture that ha that has a, 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 a so so what I what I don't think it works is suddenly uh, get to a point in which you say okay I'm gonna change my whole managing team because the people I I, I had at the beginning um, isn't they they don't they 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 don't work anymore I think that that these people that you have at the beginning should be able maybe a 50 or 60 percent of them grow with you and 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 help you on 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 later stages otherwise it's very difficult to create to change management team every couple of years because you are growing and at the end it's very difficult to keep the company culture and 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 this so so i would say it's, it's a mix and 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 then it's very important when you start to get very good people that can grow with you and they and and they are not gonna get like a a a they need to be kind of marathonists, right? So. <laughs> yes, yes. People that, that that maybe don't have, they don't have, maybe they don't have too much experience, or in some cases they have, but maybe not with bigger teams. But they are smart enough to grow and 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 and, and grow with the company. Otherwise, I think it's very difficult. And and then you, you get into troubles when suddenly you are in five million ARR and you uh, and you see that you have to change your VP of sales, you have to change your VP of finance, you have to change your your VP uh, of customer success, your VP of marketing, because none of them uh, has the has uh, the skills to, 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 to yeah, equip. Uh, and uh, well, maybe that's exactly the point. And I think that's, that's one of my main lessons of, uh, of the last years is at, at that stage, as you said, what you are doing is building a new team from the scratch. And usually, or always you don't have the time to build a team when you are again trying to double or triple revenues every single year so they will need to get to know each other understand how the company operates how, how the teams operate how the market operates so it will they will need some time also to show results and to work as a team together right and as we know one of the most difficult issues when the company grows is really the alignment and the communication and the cross-functional collaboration, right? So, and if you have a new, a new person in marketing, a new person in sales, a new person in CS, a new person in product, those people don't know each other very well. And you know what? And especially when things get tough because we are not seeing the results, we start blaming each other and uh, we are not able to, to go uh, in a common direction altogether. Or if we are, and this would be amazing to build a team, it will take extra quarters to get there. And, 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 and you agree 100%. And I would add, and, 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 and one thing that it's been, it's, it's been key for your success, that is uh, your company culture, how you are going to maintain your company culture when, when all your management team is, is, has been changed? Because at the end, uh, in, a, in a startup, the company culture is, 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 the, 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 is most, of, most of it is, of course, is the founders, but it's the management team. So, so, so yeah, so this is, the, I think this is something you have to take in, in mind from, from the beginning of the company and hire, hire people that can grow with you more than than just a couple of years. Otherwise, you'll get in troubles in, in later. Absolutely, that's that's really a, a, a very good point. 
And uh, going to, to the last ingredient, so the culture of execution and the importance of rituals to have those weeklies, the all-ends, the monthlies, the quarterlies in place, even the one-on-ones. And so is there any specific rhythms that are serving you uh, the best? Any, any lessons learned there? The one uh, for me, uh, one lesson I, I learned is was is uh, is that when I when I am in a in a product meeting, when I am in a marketing meeting, when I am in a in a sales meeting, if I am the person that knows more knows more about that topic, mm -hmm. I have a problem. I mean. Uh, I shouldn't be the one that knows more about product. I shouldn't be the one that knows more about marketing. About so, um, as as in, in in my case, as a CEO, I have very very clear that uh, my goal is not to be an expert on each area, uh, uh, but to help the other to 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 execute and to and to and to perform. And this is something that I I've learned because uh, when I started, I tended to to try to to. To, 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 to be the one driving marketing, driving customer success, driving the other, and, and, and this doesn't work because you are not the best on, on anything at the end. Yeah, I can recognize myself on that. So, so the, the first time that I had the opportunity to, to be CEO, it was exactly the same. I wanted to learn everything about every single function. So, and uh, yeah, definitely uh, our role is to provide clarity to build a team and to be able to let the team define the strategy and define the way to execute that vision and that strategy and execution make, make is much easier when they are part of the process of creation right and so definitely a, a very good point uh, Javier should I have asked you any other points that we didn't cover today before we go into our last question of the show no, no, no. I think we've covered lots of very interesting issues. I, would, I, I think we could talk for, for hours, but I Absolutely. think that uh, we've already covered several very, very interesting topics. Love it. And uh, so let's go for the final question of, of the show. Let, let's see if you pass that, this one. <laughs> so which is, if you'd have the opportunity to meet Javier, let's say at the beginning of uh, user Zoom, what, what advice or... What advice would you offer to, to your younger self in that coffee? In that coffee, the first of all, I don't know if that young uh, Javier would listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's uh, something I would like to, to find out. But what I, would, what I would tell him is that, that um, building, building a, a company is, is, is very hard and, and is, is very hard and um, and every week, uh, every week you have uh, uh, three bad news and three good news. And it's very important that you can celebrate the good news because if you if you expect to to no 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 uh, uh, I will I will celebrate once I reach that it's you never reach you it, there is always problem over always problems. There are lots of areas in, in the company where uh, people that, that may be leaving uh, the uh, uh, target revenues that you don't achieve, uh, uh, fund, uh, financing rounds that uh, gets more complicated than you, uh, that you expected, 
uh, problems with uh, product, problems with clients. So every day, every week, you are having problems. And if you don't celebrate the, the, the small successes that you all, all also has, like new clients, uh, people doing good, very, very good their, their job, etc., at the end, uh, uh, you don't enjoy a very nice journey of that is building a, building a company. So this is what I would tell him, hey, celebrate and, and, and enjoy the, the, the good moments because there are also good moments and good news and, and don't focus only on, on the bad news to, 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 to solve them. This is what Absolutely. I would Absolutely, I, I love it. And I think it, it was a good wake up call to remember those numbers that we repeat a lot here on the show, only 4% of all companies gets to 1 million only 0.4% to 10 million and under 0.04% to 100 million. And this is all time. So this is not just in a decade, like a venture back at business that tries to get from zero to 100 million in, in 10 years. So what we are trying to build uh, together uh, in this community are real outliers. So, and I'm sure that our amazing teams that will be not, not able to, to do that and that have uh, invested all their energy, all their efforts to, to make it happen. Uh, so congrats. And uh, I fully agree with you, Javier. It's, it's really, really important to celebrate every single success because even getting to 1 million or 10 million, it's already an outlier. So, and I see a lot of uh, late stage founders that don't consider themselves a success. And uh, that's definitely... Uh, a pity, not from an arrogance perspective, but for say, look, what I've just achieved is kind of 0.4% or 4% of all companies. So I should be happy. Of course, I would, I would want more. And I think that's, that anger is amazing to have. I want more. We want, we want to, to get further and to have an impact on society, but also celebrating what we definitely achieved. So Javier, thank you so much for making the time to be with us today and for sharing a bit of your journey with UserZoom and, and Bluebirds. Thank you very much, Mike, for having me. My pleasure. Okay. And to, and to our community, thank you for being on that side. As you see, we keep bringing you the best of the best to help you scale your business from 1 million to 1 trillion. Keep scaling and see you soon.